everyone. Welcome to episode 24 of the Tap In with Taco podcast. I'm your host, Takato Watanabe. This is a podcast to help military veterans and spouses transition out of the military to their civilian careers or businesses. I bring on guests to share the lessons they've learned during their journey so you can get a sneak peek into what life will be like after the military. On today's episode, I bring on Sasha, who works in the system and cloud admin space. We talk about how she found herself into the tech industry, how she's been successful in her roles, and a bunch of other things that give you insight into the sysadmin and cloud admin roles. Hope you enjoy it. In the Subaru with my Nikes on the dash. In the Subaru with my Nikes on the dash. In the Subaru with my Nikes on the dash. Nikes on the dash, Nikes on the dash. In the Subaru with my Nikes on the dash. In the Subaru with my Nikes on the dash. In the Subaru with my Nikes on the dash. Nikes on the dash, Nikes on the dash. All right. Thank you so much, Sasha, for joining me today for the Tap In with Taco podcast. Super excited to have you here. Today, we're going to be talking about system and cloud admin insights. Um, Before we dive into everything, why don't we have you give a little background of who you are and uh, tell the audience what you've done in the military? Okay, cool. Uh, My name is Sasha Bowen. I'm originally from Massachusetts. I moved down here to Virginia five years ago, and I love it. It's my 14th year in the Army. I'm a newly commissioned warrant officer doing cybersecurity things. And I'm a reservist, and I work at Fort Belvoir at night, and I'm a cloud engineer for Amazon during the daytime. Okay, That's kind of my spiel. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. So, so tell us about like your journey. So when you went from, you've been in the reserves the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you find your role like into tech or into system admin, cloud admin stuff? So before I joined the army, I already had the mindset that I wanted to be in IT. So I joined my second year in college um, and I was out in Maine and I was studying computer information systems. So my thinking was no matter what I do in life, I need to get a degree, even though, I mean, some people think it's not mandatory, but as a baseline for myself, I thought that was important. So coming to Army as a reservist, I was able to split my time in training during the summertime and still complete my degree. So I got a degree in computer information systems. And then right after that, I said, you know, let me push the envelope. So a lot of people had um, bachelor's degrees at the time in 2010. And I said, OK, well, let me get a master's. So I ended up getting a master's in information technology right after that. Um, so my journey was kind of all over the place outside of school. I started um, doing security right out of college just to make some change, you know, got to save up. (laughs) And then from there, I uh, started working with TSA, which is also security. But um, I feel like those two jobs kind of get me into a different space. So I'm not just someone out of college looking for a job. I already had a job. So plotting my path forward, I said, okay, I need to get something somewhere doing IT. Um, And then security jobs just got me some money. Um, and then going forward, I was a contractor for a couple of years and random different companies. I'll be honest, um, just doing like help desk stuff, answering phone calls, setting up user accounts, um, just trying to get my feet wet to see what the real world was like in IT. And um, IT is super competitive. So for me, it was just always trying to stay ahead of myself and always be um, someone that can provide uh, in the IT field. Wait, how did um, you get yourself into the 
into the uh, like the contracting gigs. I think that's a good entry point, right? Because it's like you can test out what you mm-hmm, like. Right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. So for me, it was just Googling stuff online, putting my resume on like Career Builder or a Monster at the time, um, clearancejobs.com. <laughs> so just throwing your resume everywhere. And like I said, I didn't have much experience, so I kind of relied on my degrees and then me working in I, me working in security gave like a little bit of background. So I'm not just someone without a job. I have something to do, just not IT yet. So I feel like contractors, they don't really look for too much. If you're trying to get into IT, they'll give you a leeway. Like I feel like the help desk role is kind of entry into whatever because IT is so broad. And then coming into help desk, you're answering phone calls. You're doing basic things like password resets. Uh, software installs. So I think that's pretty much the ground area for a starting point if you're trying to look into get into IT. What kind of skills did you learn like early on in your contracting days that you still mm-hmm. like use today in your day-to-day role now? Um, so just learning all the time. Never be afraid to learn because IT is fast pacing, always changing. I remember times before the cloud even came and it was just like something unknown to everyone. But just because unknown is in me, you don't need to learn about it. So on my own, I just Googled and went online and tried to figure out as much as I can. On top of that, uh, never be afraid to ask questions. You're not going to know everything. That's just how it goes <laughs> in yeah. IT. So if you see someone else doing something that you don't know, ask them to show you. Um, on top of that, I would say always try to go the extra mile for folks because there are people that will help you out in the long run. For instance, uh, a contractor role I had out in Andover, which is about an hour away from where I lived, it was um, filled with a lot of older guys in the IT industry. And they were doing things that I knew nothing about. And every day I come in and they say, hey, you know, have you tried this before? And I'm like, nope, never heard of it. And then they would show me, you know, where to go and look for it. And they would give me resources to study on my own. And they will always try to push me to do other things that they were doing and they were successful to me. So just having that um, in my back pocket, some folks that were looking out for me was good. So, you know, just talk to whoever you meet, pick their brain, <laughs> never be afraid to learn something new. That's that's cool that, that you're yeah. saying that because a lot of the times, like when you go in, you're like, oh man, who should I talk to? And that's mm-hmm, awesome to hear mm-hmm. like, oh, you had, you had these guys helping you out along the journey. Yeah. How many, uh, how many roles did you... Did you, uh, were you in contracting before you realized like, okay, like this is what I want to do uh, full time? <laughs> um, so I've been, like I said, all over the place with contracting. So if I had to guess probably like five to seven and a couple of them were short roles. Like for instance, I was a contractor with the uh, CVS corporate office out of Rhode Island. I was a contractor with DSS up in Andover, um, what brought me to Virginia was a contracting role <laughs> as a network admin. And then I'm still doing the contracting at night up in Fort Belvoir. And just to me, I feel like contract is more flexible mm-hmm. and they have a lot of different opportunities for you to get into. So I think in my opinion, starting out as a contractor is good. That's awesome. Cause like a lot of the times you expect like, Oh, I'll be successful like right away. And I'm going to find, my role, the first one, but it's good to hear from your side. Like you, you jumped around, you pick and chose, and then you like, mm-hmm. you, you found what you enjoy and you, and you're doing well at that. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. To hear. And I want to also say, I don't mean to interrupt, but yeah, go ahead. don't be afraid to take those low paying gigs when you first get in. 
because I remember making what $10 an hour for a little bit and then maybe $12 an hour here. And then it jumped up to, you know, maybe six figures towards the more mature end of my career. So, you know, don't get discouraged if you're not making it big bucks right away. Just use that as like a stepping stone or a building block to where you want to get to. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my, mm-hmm. my first tech role was like peanuts, right? And now it's yeah. like, okay, like you built your resume, you learned your skills and like now it's like, okay, now you're, st- you're slowly starting to see the good stuff come through. So that's, that's a big, big important thing there. Exactly. So in like in your day-to-day role as a cloud mm-hmm. admin or system admin, can you tell us a little bit like what you do to for the listeners that might be interested in getting into that position? Absolutely. So let me start off with saying sysadmin is very broad. So a sysadmin at one job is going to be different than a sysadmin at another location. So for me at night, my sysadmin role with Fort Belvoir, um, we do some basic stuff like password resets, or uh, account creations on, you know, Nipper, Sipper, JWix kind of thing. And then we do other stuff like PKI admins. So for JWix, we issue PKIs to users. Um, and we support people out in uh, Giza Pack, which is the Pacific area, uh, Europe, Bragg, Gordon, all of those locations. And we take on different tasks um, depending on the projects some of these Army folks have going on. Um so we do things like monitoring solar winds. We might do server resets. Um, what else do we do? Some what's stakes. All, what's all this mean, though? What's all this mean? Mm-hmm. Tell, tell us more about what this means. You, you got these fancy words. I want to yeah, make, yeah, make sure yeah. I know what all this means. So at the lowest level, it's really just user support. So whatever the user calls us for, we have to figure it out. Um, and then we have like documents that tell you how to do it. So don't be discouraged if you don't know, because everyone doesn't know everything. But um. Yeah, at the lowest level is this user support. Um, and most things you can Google. So if it's like, hey, I can't get into my email. Okay. Is your cat card expired? Yes or no? Something like that. So it's very simple. And then things, if you don't know, you can just Google it. Um, it's not too, I'd say, technical at this point. Like I said, sysadmin is broad. But um, yeah, it's pretty much user support. How long did it take you to feel comfortable like, doing all the sysadmin stuff? So I'll be honest, like I said, sysadmin is different from location to location. Mm -hmm. So getting into your role, um, for me, for this role, I'd say about a year because I'll let them start with answering the phone. I think that's the first step. Like how do you you get comfortable with speaking to different type of customers? And then here at Belvoir, we support the Army. So yeah, I'm in the Army (laughs) as a reservist, but I was spoken to people in the army in different countries. So when they call me, it could be like a language barrier, or I could be speaking to a major or lieutenant colonel or general for that matter. So it's just getting used to speaking to different customers. And then I was a contractor in a uh, pharmaceutical company. Okay, now I'm speaking to nurses or patients or doctors. So it's just getting comfortable in your environment with talking to different users, I would say. Um, so yeah, about a year and some change. And then learning the system is, like I said, pretty simple. I've been in a Windows environment um, pretty much my whole career. So that much to that doesn't change. And that's pretty good. Um, and yeah, I mean, Active Directory and things like that, that's pretty simple from day to day. That's not going to change much either. So yeah, about a year and some change depending on the environment. And all the technical skills, like you learn, like either through college or you learn from your job, right? They teach you all that, th- all that stuff. 
Yeah, so you get like a baseline from college, but I will say college is not mandatory. I think it's a good starting point or a stepping stone to have some type of uh, college experience because it could be a difference between making, you know, 50K to making 100K. So even if it's maybe like a associate's degree, just have some kind of baseline for employers to look at, especially if you're coming, you know, straight out of the military. We have different training than the civilians have. So I think some kind of degree kind of evens the playing field for us. You got the GI Bill too. You might as well use it. Right? <laughs> you might as well use it. What about on the cloud admin side? Like, tell us a little bit more about what the what the life is like for cloud admin. Okay, so I think this is my opinion that cloud is good because I get to work from home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, sure. big ups to that. And uh, the cloud environment's always changing, just as regular IT. So there's AWS, which is different from Microsoft Azure which is different from the Google Cloud. So I think it's just finding your niche or your sweet spot and whatever works for you. So for me, I've been in the Windows environment uh, for the majority of my career. So me going from Windows over to Microsoft Azure, I think was a good transition for me because most of that stuff and the concepts didn't change. It was going from on-prem stuff, you know, physical stuff that you can touch to things being in the cloud. Um, and I think like the underlying um, technical concepts were the same or are the same. So it was a little easier for me to learn. Um, in my first Azure role, I was kind of thrown into it because the IT person that was running it first had left as soon as I came to the company. So kind of trial by error, trial by fire at that point. Um, but I think it was a good stepping stone because it was my first Azure role and it kind of got me into the business um, and getting into the different concepts. And I think once you learn one, um, I guess, flavor of the cloud, uh, kind of gives you a little intro to anything cloud. So now I work for Amazon, which is totally different, AWS. Um, so they have their own cloud environment and they're also Linux based. So now I'm just working on getting spun up on Linux, getting experience, get experience and then inside of their cloud environment. Like I said, it kind of translate because you know what the bottom line of what they're trying to get accomplished is. And then they have like their own terminology or their own services they offer. Um, and then the same thing with Azure. So so are you are you like are you uh, like typing hands on keyboard or are you talking to customers? What does that look like like day to day for you? Yep. So it's kind of different. As I said, in both roles, I guess just because how the company was. Um, so for Azure, for my first company, I did talk to customers on a day-to-day and I was also hands-on keyboard. And then for Amazon, which is my current role, um, I'm just hands-on keyboard. I don't talk directly to customers. What kind of skills do you need in like cloud admin type things? Um, so I would say, this is just my opinion, if you're going to do Microsoft Azure, I would say definitely get time as a sysadmin because you want to learn like Active Directory, you want to learn um, policies, you want to learn security, how to secure apps and Windows management, you want to learn how to do installs. And for Microsoft, I got to do license purchasing as well. And man, I tell you, it is so uh, convoluted to say the least. So if you want to go into Microsoft, make sure you pay attention to the different types of licenses they offer. Um, could get real sticky. 
And then for Amazon, I would say definitely learn Linux because they're a Linux based company. Um, try to learn some kind of command line, like maybe Python, Bash or Perl. Uh, let's see. What about you? What do you, what did you learn from a, from a like command line side of things? Did you learn Python or did you learn something else? So I am forced <laughs> to learn <laughs> Python. Like I said, Amazon is Linux and they use Linux, Python, Bash. Those are their top things that they have. So in order for me to be in this role, I have to be proficient in those skills. So that's how I've been practicing. Um, use it every day so it's easier to pick up that way. And they provide you some training. So you don't ever be scared to go in a place where you don't know everything from A to Z. Because a lot of these companies will train you on what they use and how they do things. Did you have to know like a certain like minimum amount before you, you joined and you're like, okay, I feel comfortable like knowing a little bit, but I'm going to learn like this much while you're in your role? Uh, for Amazon? Yeah. So for them, they focus heavily on um, your capacity to learn new things. So like I said, the only time I've used Linux um, was in the Army during my Wobic, which is Warrant Officer Basic class. They gave you like a brief overview of, you know, what Linux is, how do you use it? And they give you a little bit of Python bash in there. So I had like some sort of a baseline. It wasn't foreign to me, but um. Amazon focuses, like I said, on your capacity to learn new things. And I pretty much taught myself Microsoft Azure. Um, I've made a goal for myself to get one cert in the IT industry every year. Uh, and like I said, I do have two degrees as well. So I'm always trying to learn something. And I think going into that interview, they saw like, okay, she's always learning something. She taught herself how to do these kind of things. And I'm super independent as far as getting my work done. So that's what they look for as well. Um, so you just want to make sure you have some kind of baseline in the IT industry, whether it's sysadmin all the way through, whether it's being a failed tech, um, and then try to do a little bit of Windows and a little bit of Linux, just so you know, like a basic understanding of what each of them do. I think that's a really important point that I want to like. I mm-hmm, want to really point mm-hmm. out is like you constantly are learning, you're constantly yes. like trying to grow, and if mm-hmm. you do that, like companies recognize that. Sure and they do. see the value that you bring as a person to their company, right? So I think for yes. people that are listening, like take Sasha's story. Like this is awesome to hear. Like how many, how much growth? Like you companies can see when you put in the time, put in the effort for yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, never be afraid to learn. IT is always changing, and just an honest moment for me was when the cloud first came out. Yes, yeah, intimidating because you're used to having things on prem, but. Always be willing to learn something. Always be willing to ask someone. If you know me, I've asked a thousand questions to a thousand different people. Like, because I don't have the perfect journey. I don't know, you know, how to get to where I want to get to. But I know, okay, if I ask so and so that looks like, you know, they're successful, how they get here? Okay, they did this and this and this. Got it. And then at Amazon, I uh, signed up for a mentorship program. I'm just trying to learn how to be the best version of me or how to climb that ladder or how to get to my end goal. So like I said, you'll never know all the answers. <clears throat> just don't be afraid to ask. For sure. What what um what resources have helped you the most that you can look back and say like these are the key things that I look back at and and helped you the most in your career so far? Um so A Cloud Guru has a lot of different trainings that I use. Um you and me has a lot of different trainings that I use and O'Reilly, which is free to the military. 
Um, they offer a lot of courses and uh, exam prep, and I think that's been pretty good. Uh, along, how do you journey. sign up for that for the O'Reillys for the free veteran one? I think that one's that one's important because it's free. <laughs> right, right, right. I believe if you go down to the MWR for those that are on post, or just call the MWR that's local, they can give you a registration code for you to set up and then create an online account. Okay, and there's like what what types of training just did you take on that one? Um, I trained for my CISP, and they also have like practice questions on there. And then I trained for my uh, CCNA as well. And they have a plethora of things on the O'Reilly website. And they have like the test questions. So I think that's a great resource. And it's free. It's all for free. That's the, that's the <laughs> biggest free. thing, right? There's so many things yeah. that's like, you got certificates, but it'll cost mm-hmm. you like $1,000. But like right, free right, for right. the military, right? You, you yeah. might as well take advantage of your military status and get the free stuff while you can. Absolutely. And uh, ATCTS, they have some free certs sometimes for the military. So I'll say go in there and use that as a resource as well. So do you have any general recommendations or tips or tricks that you want to leave the audience with? Yes, yes. Um, Just for me or those that aren't really into, I guess, going to school for four years, try to get some certifications. even if you don't have the experience, uh, just study for some certs and grab whatever you can. If you want to set your cast wide, I would say start with Sec Plus or Network Plus. Those are the intro levels for most security or IT jobs. Uh, I think that's a good starting point. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, if there's any questions that someone has or someone wants mm-hmm. to pick your brain or get some help from you, how do they get a hold of you? Um, you can reach me via email and it's just bowen.sasha at gmail.com and it's B-O-W-E-N dot S-A-S-H-A at gmail.com. I'm also on LinkedIn. If you want to look me up, shoot me a friend request. Um, yeah, reach out to me anytime. I'm available. Cool. I'll, I'll link both of those in the show notes and I'll try to link all the, the resources you mentioned throughout this okay. episode in the show notes as well. But thank you gotcha. so much, Sasha, for coming on today. This is some awesome content. I appreciate all the information <laughs> and all thank the insights. You. For sure. For sure. I had a pleasure being here, just helping out my fellow uh, military friends. And if anyone ever needs like a reference or someone just to reach out to as far as getting into IT, just let me know. I can help you out. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Sasha and took away some key nuggets. The biggest takeaway for me was her mindset of constantly learning and growing because people will recognize the time that you're committing to yourself. If you want to get in contact with Sasha, I'll leave her info in the show notes. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, please share this with your fellow military service members and spouses that are considering an exit strategy. I'm always looking for more guests, so if you'd like to share your story to help your fellow military families, feel free to reach out. Talk to you all next time. Peace.
Like they on two pills No sign lesson, got two mil I ain't meek when it come to big banks Like my first name Phil Whoa.